Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kawhi Leonard takes the handoff pass from Tony Parker, works with the logo, creeps forward against Aaron Aflalo, raises up for two, and scores the basket. My goodness, Leonard now has a 30-point game, and that seals the deal, basically. It's 102 to 94. Three-tenths of a second, as it turns out. The San Antonio Spurs will go to 2-0. The Sacramento Kings are now 1-1. Cousins comes over to embrace and congratulate LaMarcus Aldridge heads over now to congratulate Dwayne Dedman and uh, nice sportsmanship being shown there. Sacramento's second half after the Spurs put on the defensive screws, they twisted it down and the Spurs hold the Kings to just 10 of 35 shooting and scoring just 37 points. That's 20 less than what they scored in the first half. Welcome in to another edition of Locked on Kings. That's how it ended last night. Truly an amazing night, though, at Golden One Center. First ever game played in the new building, but the San Antonio Spurs pick up the victory, 102-94. They come to Northern California, win their first two games. They start 2-0. Kings fought hard, but just not better than the Spurs last night. They even their record to 1-1. Welcome in to Locked on Kings. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm your host, Jason Ross. And uh, today on the podcast, we're going to look back at what truly was a memorable night at Golden One Center, the brand new building, a lot of luminaries there. It was, it was just a great night, great night all the way around. Game didn't spoil the party. Kings actually showed themselves pretty well. And you're going to hear some reaction from Coach Yeager, from Matt Barnes, DeMarcus Cousins, their thoughts on how this one uh, played out. And uh, I think you'll be encouraged by the way they played and encouraged even by what they're saying in the post game, we do want to remind everybody we do thank you for listening to our podcast each and every day make it a habit we are on every day monday through friday your team we are going to be here for you any kind of king's news you want recaps interviews analysis that's what we're here for and we've got it for you right here on the locked on kings podcast locked on network for all your nba teams as well all right so the final last night 10294 as we look back at the game and uh, let's start early on. little slice of history right here at the 11-minute and 13-second mark of the first quarter. Cousins on the right wing from Lawson. Drives to the rack and scores. Challenge Pau Gasol. Started left and then drove hard right. He gets the first two points of the contest. Well, that will be remembered as the first ever made basket at Golden One Center. Goes to DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus had a big night last night. 37 points. Here's how the game kind of played out, though. Cousins also added 16 rebounds. He could not be stopped. He got the Spurs bigs in foul trouble, made a lot of free throws. Kings early on were looking good. They got off to a strong start in the first quarter. Spurs closed the quarter, though, well and made it 29-27 after one. Second quarter, Sacramento did some more good things as well, built the lead to as large as 11 
But before halftime, Spurs doing what they do, trimmed the deficit, and it was all the way down to four. Third quarter, though, is where I thought the game changed a couple different times, and and specifically earlier in the quarter. Kings kept that lead into a little bit of a comfortable range. It was at 66-57, six minutes to go in the third quarter. So up nine, certainly you haven't put the game away, but you're in control. And then from that point on, Sacramento just could not connect. They only scored 14 points in the third quarter. The game seemed to change on two consecutive plays where Kawhi Leonard stripped the ball away from Ben McLemore both times, went the distance, got the foul on one of them in the basket. The other one, he got the basket, and the momentum had shifted, and in fact, the Sacramento Kings would never lead again. They would trail 76-71 after three quarters, and then in the fourth quarter, Kings did their part, got it to four a couple of different times, but ultimately at the end, it was San Antonio that got the win, 102-94. Part of the issues for the Sacramento Kings last night, not only that 14-point third quarter, but the Kings in the second half scored just 37 points They went 10 of 35 from the floor and certainly had their issues on the offensive end. Certainly the Spurs deserve credit for the way they play defense. Kings cannot connect from downtown. They made 6 of 20, and really the scoring came in just a couple of spots. From DeMarcus, who had 37, we mentioned that. Rudy Gay scored 17, also had 7 rebounds, but was 3 of 10. No other starter was in double figures. Aflalo, in fact, was scoreless at the half, ended with 7. And then off the bench, Ben McLemore got off to a great start before those two steals that I alluded to from Kawhi Leonard, uh, where he ripped the ball away from him. But Ben was the third Kings player in double figures. He had 10. For the Spurs, the story really was the bench in the first half because all the scoring was really Kawhi Leonard or the bench. Dwayne Dedman, David Lee, they did a nice job. They each had double figures off the bench. 30 points for Kawhi Leonard, 16 for LaMarcus Aldridge. Aldridge did most of that in the fourth quarter. But Kawhi was was a difference maker. 11 of 21, 30 points, 3 rebounds, 5 assists, 5 steals. And those numbers for Kawhi Leonard, in fact, the 30 and 5, uh, he's done it in back-to-back games, 30-plus and 5. So Leonard is the first player to do back-to-back like that, 30 points and 5 steals since Eddie Jones back in 2002. And he's the first spur, or the last spur to do it, was Alvin Robertson back in in 1986. So San Antonio wins 102-94. That's their seventh consecutive win over the Sacramento Kings. And right afterwards, Coach Yeager, he found some good things that the Kings did. Uh, good game, good effort as competitors. You know, you never want to say, uh, you know, we played hard, but we lost. Uh, but I liked uh, a lot of the things that I saw tonight. I thought we ran out of gas a little bit. Uh, I think our turnovers uh, were deadly. Um, And I think they made some tough, tough shots down the stretch. I thought our half-court defense was very solid. Uh, When our defense was on the run after turnovers, it's very difficult to get back and defend. Um, So, you know, those are some places that uh, that we can get better at. Uh, They got after us, pushed us uh, out a little bit with their pressure, and uh, we didn't knock down a lot of shots from the perimeter. So uh, hats off to them. It was a tremendous night for the community our guys really felt the love uh, has, has put into this and keeping this franchise here and opening up this building is just beautiful so uh, really excited it was a fantastic night I wish we could have got the win uh, but those are some of the things that you know we'll go back and work on questions I 
I mean, these guys are pros, and uh, you know they've been in a lot of big games. But uh, you know, to live in this community, you feel that love, and I think you know it goes a long ways for uh, the pride that you know we want to go out and play with every night. You know, you really get out there and you feel that, so uh, it's very positive. Yeah, their starters played a lot better. <laughs> they uh, they got into it. Uh, Kawhi Leonard hit some tough shots. Uh, got going, uh, you know, got a couple and ones in transition, and, and then Lamarcus made it. He made a really tough shot against Matt Barnes on the baseline, but he, you know, guys can find a rhythm, especially great players, uh, of which I think Lamarcus Aldridge is, uh, by getting to the foul line. He got to the foul line a couple times, and then he started getting going a little bit. So, uh, you know, they, like I said, they made some tough shots, but I thought we just we, we fought like crazy, and uh, we'll you know keep getting better. Yeah, he's he's certainly you know he's a great great defender, and uh, I thought you know it was definitely a turning point in the game. He gets two steals and two and ones at the other end, and uh, the game kind of you know we're playing from behind the rest of the way. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, he did a great job last night on Bledsoe, and that's speed on speed. It was fun to watch. They watch those guys compete, and. Um, I think he's fighting. Uh, you know, uh, he hasn't put up big numbers. This is not a a perfect system we're learning for him. You know, to play open court and get up and down the floor. So we got to find those spots where we can get him in transition offensively uh, to help spring him a little bit more. Uh, but he's you know absolutely trying to do the right thing. He ends up with you know nine assists, one turnover, plays 35 minutes on the second of a back-to-back after playing 35 last night. I you know, hats off to him. I thought he's he's really trying defensively. He, he loves that. I think uh, that he's got a lot of love. His teammates loving on him, supporting him. Uh, we're all trying to help each other out, and we're all in it together. I think that goes along ways oh yeah no, I mean it, it, it's it's you know Rudy closed for us last night you know Rudy and Demarcus you know took it home um, and then pushed that thing out and then they you know could get off the floor the last three four minutes of the game um, you know Kawhi Leonard he's a handful both at both ends of the floor very physical and so you got to give him some credit for the work that he does uh, defensively and you know Rudy got a couple quick fouls um, and uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta find a way to, you know, get him uh, some better looks. But you know, I'm impressed that, you know, anytime Rudy can get, you know, 10 free throws, 12 free throws, that's that's good for us too. So, uh, you know, I gotta do a better job of getting him some to the ball in some spots. Mercy, yeah, I like Rudy. Rudy battled him. That, that's two. Uh, that's two really good small forwards who got, you know, tremendous size. And um, yeah. Um, what do you say? The guy, the guy had 30, and you know Rudy had uh, 17. Shot three for 10. Uh, like I said, you know I'm gonna try to get him a couple more looks. I try to get uh, Aaron Aflalo going in the second half offensively. Thought he's done a really nice job defensively, but uh, to try to get get him going a little bit, and we did do that. And then um, you know, like I said, I, I got to get those three guys. Those are the guys that got to get shots. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, last night, uh, going into the game last night, it was exciting to have the opening night uh, first game. But then there was like, uh, you know, after the win, there was a relief uh, that we got a win to open up the season. But then, you know, everybody's really fired up for tonight, even on the plane last night. All right, that's the coach's perspective. But we got some pretty good stuff inside the Kings locker room. Again, you know, this was a night where you could just tell the way the game or the night was 
a great energy in the building. Fans were there so early, braving the weather and the elements, but you know they're going to be in there. And then just so much exciting stuff going on in the building. I've never seen that many Kings fans inside, ready to go, 30 minutes plus before the start of the game. And that was really encouraging. But DeMarcus, it looked like he was going to break down even emotionally when before the game, the Kings honored him and talked about his gold medal and and he was the one to speak to the crowd. But it looked like he was getting a little choked up and he'll actually mention this in his uh, post-game interview. But Cousins was great. 37 points, 16 rebounds, rolled his ankle, got hit in the face. He's definitely a little bit uh, worse for wear, but he's okay. He'll be ready to go on Saturday. But here was DeMarcus with the media after the game. It was beautiful, man. Um, as much as this city has been through, as much as they've fought, um, they were more than deserving of this, of this night. So um, I wish we could have, you know, sealed the deal with a win. But uh, we got 80 more, so we can make it up later. <laughs> Is it surprising to you how fast this team is gelling? Because you guys defensively look like you're really coming together. Um scary part about it, we still got so much more room to improve. So, um, I mean, every guy walking here today, and you know, in the past, you usually walk in here and, you know, this guy's sulking, pissed off. Man, it's like, okay, let's get on to the next one. I mean, we, we know we played a good game. We know we made some mistakes. We know where we broke down, but uh, we know we're on the right path right now. So, uh, I, I consider this a good loss. So, I'm ready for the next one. Do you think the outcome would have been different last season? <laughs> Meaning what? Larger and larger than <laughs> Somewhere between 30 and 25, yeah. That said, do you think fans can expect this type of effort that you showed for tonight? They should expect it. Um, you know, this that, this is the team we are. Uh Come out, try to defend, and um, I think I think we gotta learn to be the guys to hit first. And once we hit, just keep hitting, you know. So um, I think we apply some pressure all in, but we kind of let up and uh, we let them back in. But at the same time, not taking away any credit from them. The Spurs are known for that. They'll take a hit and they and they come back hitting themselves. So um, gotta gotta learn how to continue to hit. You mentioned banged up. Do you remember at what point that may have happened? Um, it was a couple of points. Um, it happens. With uh, coach was talking about in the post game about fourth quarter option scoring and stuff like that. You and Rudy obviously shoulder a lot of that. Do you think there's opportunity for someone else there to kind of step in or kind of take some of that burden off of you guys? It's opportunities. Um, I think Aaron came in and hit a huge shot for us. So uh, I think Aaron's an option. Um, ben came in, played very confident. Uh, I think we got guys here. Ty, Ty makes plays for us all throughout the night. So um, I think it's guys. I think we have different options. It's just building that confidence in those guys. So uh, so when we do get in these moments, we we won't be where okay is Demarcus or okay is Rudy. We got different options and we can have different looks. What about Kawhi tonight? <laughs> that dude's good, man. <laughs> he's good. He's 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 really good. Pleased with some of the defenses on him. Was he just making some? Tough he shots? hit. I mean, he was hitting shots over two guys. I mean, I, I heard he was working with Kobe, and um, 
it was some flashes of Kobe tonight. <laughs> but he's he's really good. Seemed like you really had he where he took those two skills. He just took the ball and go the other. Those way. would look questionable. Um, but I guess they recorded them in steals, so they're steals. great addition so far. Um, I still don't think we've seen the best of him yet. So uh, I think he's still trying to, you know, I guess you say get his feet wet. But uh, I think he's been great so far, and I think he's going to improve throughout the year. So um, great addition. Your defensive effort on Aldridge is probably the best you've played against Aldridge ever. What did you see that was different? Excuse me. I think this is my first time ever really guarding him. Yeah. Um, what was your question? What were you doing to stop him? Because you seem to have his number. Um, hit him first. Basically, uh, I know he wants to get middle, so uh, take that away right away. But he also needs space to gain momentum to get the bump. Take away the space, there's no momentum. So, um, yeah. He seems to have grown as a defender. For me? Yeah. I Understand guess. a little bit better? I always thought I could defend. Resolute, like eager to go back on Saturday and say, you know what, we know what we didn't do right in this one. Let's get back out there and get right back at it. I mean, like I said, I, I consider this a good loss. So uh, I, I know everybody else in here feels the same way. Coach feels the same way. It's on to the next one. Um, tonight was a winnable game. The next one is. And I walked in and said, if we play this way for the remainder of the season, we'll be fine. So um, on to the next Genuine excitement for you guys for tonight, right? Yeah. I mean, what did it mean you know, for you for someone who's been here for so long? To, you know, you, I know you had some preseason games here, but that crowd was a lot different than the preseason crowd. I, had to, I wanted to hurry up and get off the mic before I got emotional. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's, it's more than deserving. Like, I've been a part of it. I, I know what this city has been through. I know how much they fought. I know the ups and downs. I know we were this far from not being here. So, um, like I said, they're more than deserving of everything they've received. Is this home for you now? Is, Is this home for me? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, the telling thing that DeMarcus said there, he considered it a good loss. And I think there is such a thing, and it's not a moral victory. It's Here's the way I looked at this game last night. The San Antonio Spurs obviously are a better team than the Sacramento Kings. Goes without saying, as much as we love our Sacramento Kings, the Spurs are better. 17 consecutive years of 50 wins. You saw what they did the other night to the 73-win Warriors with now Kevin Durant. They dismantled them. Well, the Kings led for a majority of the game, played really good minutes, defended really well, and competed. They competed. The Spurs have been in this game way more than this Kings group. They know how to win games when maybe they weren't on their A game. And part of the reason they weren't on their A game was the Sacramento Kings. So I do think it's there is, again, not moral victory. Let's talk about it being a good loss, a, a, a solid performance the way they play. Didn't shoot the ball well enough, but kind of like they like DeMarcus said in that piece, they play more games like this, they're going to be just fine. And I think that's what's encouraging, but you got to keep doing it. We're only two games in. Next up, they get Minnesota. So that's that's kind of we've heard from the coach. We've heard from DeMarcus. Now let's also hear from another player, Matt Barnes. And this game feels like it meant a little bit even more to Matt than, than maybe the other players because Matt grew up here. 
He knew all about Arco Arena. He was a king before, and he's been around the league long enough, and he knew that this team was in jeopardy of leaving. He comes back here all the time to Sacramento. And so Matt Barnes, the one true local guy, asked how this night was for him. I think it's big. You know, um, it's big for the city. Um, you know, and that's something I've been preaching to the guys. We've got to go out and put that effort out. You know, it's, they've done everything for us now. You know, we almost lost the team. And, uh, you know, now the team's here. Beautiful arena, uh, great fan base. And now it's our job to go out and perform. I know how bad you wanted to play tonight. I also see you walking down. <laughs> Good decision, bad just, decision. Just, I mean, it's just ribs, you know, so they just take forever to heal. And I got, you know, a flak jacket and a wrap. And, you know, it's just going to take a while for them to heal. So I'm just going to have to tough, tough through it. But you're hurting right now. Yeah, it's hard to breathe. As a guy in the sleep, you know, you're a tough Oh man, he's it, you know him. And but uh, to me, he's the best two-way player in the game, obviously. And um, you know, his offensive game, his defensive game, he's the leader of that team. Um, you know, so Tim left it in good hands. But uh, you know, we got a hell of a center on our team too. He's hitting shots. I mean, were you pretty pleased with the defense that was kind of put up? Uh, yeah, yeah, he hits tough shots. You know, he's able to shot fake and you know take contact and still score and you know come off picks and score and knock down threes, get to the basket. You know, he's a complete player. Are you able to appreciate the moment? I think it's great. You know, I mean, it's it's obviously our, our focus is basketball, obviously, but I know how big this is for the city. You know, and uh, they came out and supported us tonight, and we really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, I think we put a great effort. You know, we're we're not looking for moral victories here. We think we're a better team than that, but uh, we play well tonight. And if we play with that kind of intensity throughout the season, we're going to have a good season. At the, at the end of the game, the fans gave you guys a little bit of an ovation, which... I don't recall seeing at least last year. I think they just see. The, I, I think they see the effort. You know, I, I was listening to the guys on the bench that were here last year saying, you know, we would have gave up or this team we would have lost by 30 type things. You know what I mean? So it's like I said, we're slowly but surely trying to change the culture again, and um, you know, just to be able to compete. You know, you can't control whether your shots go in, but one thing you can't do is control how hard you play, and uh, you know that's something we preach every day. Just, you know, I've been through a lot. You know, this is, you know, 15 years in the game. I played with Coach last year. You know, been to the conference finals, been to the playoffs plenty of times. You know, so just, it's a game of runs. And to keep our composure, you know, I think we're doing a good job of keeping our composure. When teams make runs, we don't drop our head anymore. Uh, we know that we have enough firepower to get back in it offensively. But uh, if we get stopped defensively is the key. So truly a special evening. Truly some things to build upon if you're the Sacramento Kings. And just kind of one other recap and one other thought I want to get to because this was this was great that we had on a radio broadcast uh, last night during the game. But we know the night featured so many great things, great support from the fans. People that hadn't been to the building are, I'm sure, floored now that they've been to Golden One Center. But David Stern was there, got an incredible ovation. Adam Silver was there. Kevin Johnson was there. And a big surprise, nobody really knew he was coming, but word came out in the afternoon that Chris Webber was going to be there, and it looked like Webb was having the time of his life. He really enjoyed it, sitting front row, got an incredible ovation from the Kings fans, and uh, one of my favorite things of the night, he shared a few moments with the G-Man on our radio broadcast. I can't tell you what a delight it is to be able to sit down and spend a couple of minutes with one of those Kings whose jersey has been retired and is in the rafters and be moving to this brand-new Golden One Center. Chris Webber is in the house on this very special night, 
See, what, what's the emotion like to come back and to see this transformative building in the heart of downtown Sacramento? It's only one word that, that comes to mind is pride, you know, and uh, I, I think that pride is, is owned by the fans of Sacramento. You know, players come and go, names on the jerseys change, but, but these fans are the staple, and uh, these fans deserve the arena. You know, a lot of guys, a lot of players, coaches, GMs put their blood, sweat, and tears to hopefully get to this one day. But if the fans weren't there the whole time, it really wouldn't have mattered. So I, I just think about how proud the fans should be. They should feel as if they won a championship because uh, their efforts every year, being consistent, selling out, supporting, the, the world took notice. You, you can't invest in something that you don't think people aren't going to support. And it's a no-brainer here in mm -hmm. Sacramento because we have some of the best fans. I don't know how much of this building you've had the opportunity to see at this juncture, but what's the overriding impression? Uh, the overriding impression is attention to detail uh, from how the players can be welcomed into every game, which makes them comfortable, um, to uh, the practice facility. I mean, the practice facility is incredible. And, you know, you need a beautiful arena, but you only have 41 home games. You, right. you know, you have 100 or so practices, it seems like. And so uh, the practice facility is beautiful. I got a chance to go in the concourse and, and see that. And the reason why I love that as a player, we never got to see the concourses of right. any arena, you know, not the signs, not the pictures or anything. And so um, I've gotten a really good chance to see the offices and uh, got to stop to see. I got by to stop and see you. And then I'm going to go uh, look at that new arena inside. <laughs> Excited. Check it inside and out. Outside is beautiful, though. I, I tell you what. <laughs> Uh, outside, Even on a rainy night I had to night. drive. Uh, yeah, I, I had my friend drive me around, or the driver drives around the arena uh, once uh, when we got here today, and then another time uh, when I arrived because uh, the outside is just so beautiful. And uh, I think I've been to every NBA arena. I know you have, yeah. and uh, already it's uh, to me <laughs> the most beautiful outside. So I know inside is going to be even that much more better. How satisfying is it to see this happening in Sacramento when you consider? The amazing journey of the last three and a half years, realizing that we were against the wall totally three and a half years ago, not knowing if this franchise would even continue to exist. And I, and I hope you keep sharing that just because, you know, the past can be scary, but that shows the strength that the city had. You know, you're exactly right. This team was out of here, I think. And mm -hmm. uh, that just shows you anything can happen when you believe, when you pull together. And uh, that's what the city did. That's what guys did that were part of this organization that wanted to be part of the organization and so it, that's why it all goes back to pride to me for the fans you know we can look at another city and say well they don't they don't have a team there <laughs> and uh, I tell you what we have uh, the best arena in the game now and we still have the greatest fans so uh, you know to me uh, everything's looking up. Did you ever think years ago when you were in this city playing basketball that your career would turn you to become a broadcaster on a national level in making contributions as an ambassador, basically, to the sport that you love? Uh, you know, I really didn't. I thought I would be in basketball. And uh, it's a wonderful opportunity to be able to do games and to stay close to the game and to still have uh, chances to get back in basketball. You know, G-Man, I, you know, I was just teasing Vladi. Like, we never get too old to win one, Vladi. So <laughs> you can still win one, you, you know. And uh, that's the same way I feel to be back with the organization. That's my ultimate goal. But right now, getting to learn from, you know, Ernie Johnson and, uh, Marv, Marv Albert and Dick Stockton, others that have been mm -hmm. so, you know, powerful in the game to be able to learn and, and just to, you know, it's just really a blessing from God really to have another option and to be able to stay close to the game. And, and you know this more than anybody, to be able to do something you love. You, you can't take that for granted. That is C. Webb. He's in the house on this special night. Thanks. Thank you, G-Man.
So that was before the game, but again, Weber uh, with the G-Man, and then he was just great during the game, sitting courtside, just watching it, being a part of everything, throwing out souvenir basketballs, mini balls to the crowd, ringing the big cowbell at center court. Truly a fun night, a memorable night. Yeah, in the end, the San Antonio Spurs won, but entertainment was at its highest. Kings played hard and with fire and heart, and now they got to get ready for the next one, which is Saturday night, tomorrow night, when the Kings will take on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Well, that's going to do it for us for another edition of Locked on Kings. Thank you so much for listening as you have all week long. Uh, Subscribe on iTunes. Give us a rating and review on iTunes if you would, and several of you have, so thank you so much for that. Audio Boom, you can find us. You can find us on uh, so many different outlets, Google Play, Stitcher. Please keep listening. Tell a friend. Let's build this fan base up and uh, build it like the Kings are, One, one game at a time, one show at a time. And we'll be back for another edition of Locked on Kings on Monday. Until then, have a great weekend and enjoy the game tomorrow for the Kings and the Timberwolves. Thanks for listening to Locked on Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.